Episode 2. The Canadian Story Begins Here. Barely a year after the McDonald's settled in New York's Mohawk Valley, and with their log homes just freshly built, their benefactor, Sir William Johnson, died. His son, John, became the new landlord to the Highlanders. He didn't feel particularly close to them as his father had, but he needed them for another reason. The Mohawk Valley was now filled with many Whig patriots challenging the British government that ruled them. Sir John was a royalist and a supporter of the king. If war broke out, he needed protection and a way to retain his power in the valley. Highlanders were known to be fierce fighters. If John could form a militia out of all of the hundreds of men who were his tenants, he could secure the Mohawk Valley for the crown and keep the patriots in their place. Soon after the outbreak of hostilities at Concord and Lexington in 1775, Sir John decided to raise a royal regiment, and he began to secretly arm his friends and his tenants, the Highlanders. Since their defeat at Culloden, the Highlanders had not been permitted to bear arms. A British decree had made it illegal and punishable by death. But now, Britain was handing over arms to the Highlanders through Sir John, with the understanding that they would fight for Britain. The Highlanders were not eager to fight on the side of their oppressors. They had more of a reason to side with the American rebels who shared the same enemy, Britain. But here, in their new land, it was Britain that was arming them, and their landlord, Sir John, told them they had no other choice. It wasn't long before local rebels found out about Sir John's regiment. Alarmed by the threat of having hundreds of fierce warriors like the Highlanders armed for war, the rebels were quick to act. Their Major General, Philip Schuyler, was sent to Johnstown with a large militia brigade while his 3,000 soldiers camped across from the town on the banks of the frozen, snow-covered Mohawk River. Schuyler rode into Johnstown to demand the immediate disarmament of the community and the Highlanders. With 3,000 rebel soldiers poised outside the town, the Highlanders provided no resistance and surrendered their weapons. Once disarmed, however, six prominent Highlanders, all of them McDonald's, were immediately arrested and taken hostage as insurance that no one in Johnstown would fight against the rebels. Sir John was also to be arrested, but General Schuyler agreed to a parole if Johnson would side with the rebels against the king. Sir John had no choice but to agree, but it didn't stop him. Quietly, he began rearming his men again. Supplies and weapons for the newly formed battalion were sent overland from Fort Niagara in the packs of Seneca warriors. Johnson appointed captains and lieutenants from among the Highlanders because now they had a good reason to take sides. Their six McDonald leaders had been thrown into prison. The rebels were now their enemy. It didn't take long for the rebels to learn about Sir John's secret activities, and a regiment was sent to arrest him. But Johnson found out through friends, 
and he escaped with 200 of his supporters fleeing through the Adirondack Mountains north to Montreal where they were armed and inducted into the King's Army. They were known as the King's Royal Yorkers or the Royal Greens. Most of those men were Highlanders and Donald Van MacDonald was one of them. <laughs>